Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Cartoon Action Hour Captive Souls number two. This is Blind Geek, otherwise known in the game as Blade Star, here to introduce the second of these installments. And true to my word, in less than a week, we've had two episodes. Now, I want you to know that we will be getting new Monkeys Took My Jetpack stuff soon. And I really appreciate your patience. I know it's been, God, uh, really just lagging of late. And that is my own fault, really. It's just a matter of, uh, we, you know, we, we went through some upheavals where people are having real-life challenges which are interfering with their ability to game. And we've always stood by the idea that real life comes first. This is a hobby. And I realize it requires commitment, but it's still when push comes to shove, just a hobby. Which means that when push comes to shove, and you have to choose between real life and the game, you choose real life. Unfortunately, especially when you get into holidays and personal issues, those real life choices come up more often than one would like. And therefore, we have not been gaming as much as we had hoped and as much as we would like and unfortunately I am motivated to edit by the excitement generated by the previous game session and I was kind of demoralized because we weren't gaming like I wanted to and well I'll be honest it just made it very easy to shrug off editing so like I said this is my fault I appreciate those of you who have hung in there it seems like all of you are still here, and I appreciate that. And things are looking up. We are taking steps to ensure that this kind of a lull will not happen again, and that means there will be no more lulls in editing. Now, having said that, I want to let you know, Monkeys Took My Jetpack 32 is going to be a little while longer because there is a deadline looming that I need to pay frankly, more attention to, because it is a much more static deadline than uh, MTMJ32. And that is the Gutter Skypes 100th episode. And as a member of the Gutter Skypes, I've got something special planned. So, I'm going to finish working on that, and then finish working on Monkey's Took My Jetpack number 32. So, if you're not listening to the Gutter Skypes, you should be. And if you are listening to the Gutter Skypes, then I think you're really going to dig the next episode. Anyway, enough babbling from me. Let's get to the episode, Captive Souls number 2. In our cast, we have Lion Court, a.k.a. Josh, as the GM. Anim 5, playing Smack Chainmore. And yours truly, Blind Geek. That would be me playing Blade Star. Here's the episode. Enjoy. By the way, I, I finally listened to the Spirit of the Season thing, and I have to say, I love what Adam, what you did with the organ crescendo and the echo at the end when Gorilla Khan voices his final fury. That was brilliant. Hey, if you got the toys, you play with them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mrs. Anum 5, or as I should say, Auntie Ed, actually listened to both of those 
in the car on the way to and from work. And she asked me to pass this on to the gutter Skypes. And I don't know whether I really should or not. But I'm, I'm, I, I, as, as there are two of us here that, I mean, she says that uh, I should not let her anywhere near any of these games. <laughs> Why? Because when the train arrived, I don't know, Josh, did you hear either of those? I have not. I meant to and just Let's, haven't gotten to it yet. That's fine. They're not going anywhere. (laughs) But she said when the train arrived, as soon as the conductor appeared, she would have had the guy strip searched up against the train. We're talking like a flashlight and cavities and all the rest of that stuff. She just said we are just too trusting. Overall, we're just far and far too trusting. And I just kind of like, you know, all right. Okay. She puts stories together herself, so she kind of has a super hyper-paranoid outlook on some of these Well, the funny thing about that is if she had done that, it wouldn't have made any difference, really, because I had no clue that he was going to be Heinrich Monkey Wrench until midway between the first and second session. Damn. (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah. No wonder you pulled it off so well when he arrived. You had no... uh... There was no ulterior motive to begin with. That's right. And I think it it probably went better that way because of that. I knew something was going to happen on the train, but I had two possibilities in mind, and I hadn't decided which one, and I figured the chances of us getting much past that point were uh, fairly slim, and it turned out I was correct. Well, now that you've heard them both top to bottom, do you see what I mean about your GMing and how um, there was not a single problem with it? Yeah, it's it's kind of harder for me to see that because I know where my mind was during that first part. I still definitely think the second part was light years ahead of the first part, but the first part's not nearly as painful as I thought it as it was when I was experiencing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, oh, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, it felt real painful during the car crash, but now that I look at the video, <laughs> I see that. It- I didn't actually impale myself on the steering column. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, good. Excellent. Glad you listened to those. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing I noticed that I do when I'm listening to it is I know I'm not the most uh, prose-worthy when I'm speaking. If I'm going to be using decent prose, I'm much better at writing it out. And uh, it's funny, when I'm listening to myself describe a scene or something, in, uh, even in part two, I was hearing what I said, and I was saying, why didn't I just use the word such and such? Um, the ape is looking like he doesn't know what's going on, and he's looking strangely at you, and it's like, why didn't you just say he was confused? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. About how well, oh, I the, do that myself all the time. Yeah. I think part of that comes with practice, and part of that's just my personality. I'm much more of a spontaneous, let's just get it out there kind of guy. I think it's a function of the human brain. <laughs> it only happens to people that were born on Earth. <laughs> so uh, you're in good company and bad company. <laughs> Depending on one's perspective. Well, cool. Enough about uh, about. Yeah, enough of that. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more. I don't want to empty head. I want to talk to Josh. Find out what's going on with Josh. Not a whole lot going on with me. I'm uh, 
I'm going to be suffering through some of this. I, I was telling Eric earlier that I'm, there may come a point where I'm just uh, saying we're done for the evening. Um, I may be fine, but I threw my back out this morning. So I have oh, ice. Crap. Yeah, I have ice on it right now, and I'm doing okay. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. You know, Josh, we didn't come here to hear about your personal problems. We came here to game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Let's imagine where on the meter of compassion and empathy that needle just fell. <laughs> no, I only say it because he knows I kid. Yes. He kids because he loves. That's right. And you still yeah. haven't sent West Wing. <laughs> oh, actually, I have. You just haven't received it yet. Oh, have you really? I, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you, and I was just going to let you get it. But uh, uh, so, since you brought it up. Still haven't sent him what? The short version of this story is I, I gave him the first five seasons of West Wing for his birthday. The long version of the story is I had the first five seasons of West Wing asked for the sixth and seventh seasons for Christmas, completing my set. And my mom either didn't realize that she was doing this or did it without thinking. Either way, it worked very well for me. Instead of getting me the last two seasons, she got me the series set, which happens to come in this really cool case and has a bunch of stuff the other individual seasons didn't have and, um, dig it. Yeah, so I thought, well, I've been wanting Josh to watch this show for the longest time, and I know he wouldn't mind this. In fact, I think I cleared it with him before, because I didn't know how he would feel if used DVDs just showed up. Hey, happy birthday, Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks a lot. But he was cool with it, so. It's okay to use used DVDs, as long as the laser that you read it with is new. As long as the light itself that's bouncing off of it is fresh, that's right. then you're okay. Yeah. There you go. Just a little interesting uh, side note, unrelated to absolutely anything whatsoever, Eric. Yeah. Is the uh, you know the classics line that I've been purchasing of late? Oh, the Motu figures. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Classics line. Stratos came out this month. Yeah, a new figure every month. Basically. Yeah. You mentioned you you were drooling over him, and I'm surprised you didn't short out your keyboard. Uh-huh. Uh Anyway. Uh, they're having issues with this line. Big surprise. They have <laughs> underestimated demand. Stratos oh, God. Sold, Stratos sold out in three days. They only release them once a month. He sold this out in three days. Ridiculous. Hire new executives or something, Mattel, because your people are stupid. <laughs> I know. This is how, what, this is like, what, the fifth time that they've had this problem with different Masters Universe things? I know. I know. So, Every time you think they learn their lesson, they do the same thing over again. Yep. It's like yep. banging your head against the wall and expecting it not to hurt. So. <sighs> I think the key word in everything you just said there was executive. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. And did you hear about the new, uh, on a also completely unrelated thing? And then we probably should actually. Yes, we should. Play because. Yes. I'm going to have fun editing this out. <laughs> it's I'm probably not going to edit this out. I'll just keep it all in. Oh, there you go. So uh, uh, feel free to say bad things about relatives, friends, um, there you go. enemies. Uh, did you hear about the new iTunes thing that started today? iTunes Pass? iTunes Pass. Yeah, it's dumb. It's Yeah, is that not the stupidest thing? I understand. Well, for the, for in, Adam, in case you don't know what it is, it's this... Uh, yeah, I don't iTunes very much at all, really. Oh, okay, well iTunes Pass basically is a – it's similar to the Season Pass you can get 
if you uh, get a season pass for a TV show, it'll automatically put new episodes as they come out into your iTunes you library. You them in advance, essentially. Yeah, which makes sense for a season, because it's over the course of a year, and you don't have to think about it. You just buy it, and then you're done. Uh-huh. You don't have to think about it. It just comes to you. Well, now they're doing something similar with music. The example they used is for Depeche Mode's new album coming out. You can get a Depeche Mode pass for a two-month period, and if they release any remixes of singles or singles or the album itself, it'll automatically be sent to your... But there's no guarantee that anything will actually be released. You could just be paying double for the album for nothing. You have no idea what you're actually getting. Yeah, so if your favorite artists decide to take a six-month vacation and then begin production on the next album, and then it gets released next year, you've just paid for... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's ridiculous. It's it's. They're saying that there's a concession to the record labels. So. Uh-huh. Actually, there probably will be some people that buy it that don't think it through like you just did. Because my first thought was, well, I guess it makes sense for some people if you're really into an artist and you just want to make sure you don't miss anything. But if you're really into the artist, you're going to know that stuff's coming out anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not like a TV show where you're guaranteed, oh, there's going to, although you're not guaranteed, really, as people who purchased the season pass of Eli Stone found out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the iTunes kind of got the nice end of that stick. Well, no, they'll they'll refund it, I think, when whenever it's officially over. Ah. I think there's still too much up in the air with that. And four, four more episodes to come and all that. Yeah, that's true. But uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's lame. But then I think the iTunes replay thing is kind of lame as well. It oh, reminds I think me, that's brilliant. I don't. It reminds me too much of the Divix thing that DVDs had when they first came out that people they were I trying to... I don't think you understand what it is then. No, I understand what it is. It, instead of having to store movies that you buy on your own space, it's on their server, and you can just download it whenever you want. Right. And if you want to rewatch it, you just do that again. But, I don't know, it just seems... Why would I... Because most people don't have that much space. But, you know, if they're if they're heavy TV or movie watchers... Okay, you buy a DVD for, like, 50 cents if you get a batch of them, and you burn the thing onto your DVD, and you're done. Yeah, but it's so much easier not to have to worry about that and just download it when you want to watch it. I think it's brilliant. I downloaded two episodes of NCIS the other night. It took me over two hours. I could have just... It took me longer to download the well, thing. Yeah, than and, it would you, and you keep them if you want. I mean, it's uh, it's not going to be an either or. This is you know if if you yeah. if you want it. I can't believe it took two hours to download two episodes of something. I couldn't either. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Because Eli Stone. I and that I, was I, not even in HD. That was in normal. I made sure I was using the normal. I think it was just a really slow iTunes connection or something. Yeah, that's weird because the Eli's usually download in about five or ten minutes for me max. So. Yeah, it usually doesn't take that long for me. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, we're boring him to death, so let's move on. Because I'm not far behind. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I understand the mentality behind that thing, but I'm a covetous, miserly, stingy, grasping old bastard. Well, I'm right there with you. And I have to have it in That's my right. hand. Exactly. My shelf. I am in like, wholehearted agreement. I bought it. I own it. I don't care if I never watch it again. It's in there collecting dust. That's right. It's on my shelf. And I can watch it whenever I want. In case iTunes, like, vaporizes yeah. in, a, in a puff of business model tomorrow. Yeah, that was my thought. Uh, yeah, iTunes isn't going anywhere. 
not for a while, but not so long as they keep coming up with ideas like this past thing where they get a quick infusion. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's not an I, cash. that's not an iTunes thing. That's that's the record label. See, because uh, it was part of the bargaining deal um, where they were getting copy protection taken off of music, and this was something that the record labels wanted, according to the articles I read today. So. Not not an iTunes idea. This is this the record labels refusing to accept that it is two thousand nine. Boy, I'm spotting a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do the same thing I think every year, just change the number. Yep. There you go. Oh well. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay, when last we left our intrepid adventurers. They were in a pyramid of sorts looking for the shield of Masamahamatin. Shamalama Ding Ding. The, uh, the, the yeah, you say <laughs> that, and I, I, uh, it's, it's, just the, it's just the shield of Zim. Oh, so you okay. made that a lot more, it's the planet oh, that you're yeah, on. To me. Okay, the shield of Zim. Shield of Shamalama Ding Ding. <laughs> so you made, you made it a lot more complicated than it needed to be there. You're also looking for the sword of Bobway, but we'll get to that in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, no, no, it's Wait, the shield, the sword, and the helmet of Zim, which will give Yeah, that's it, what I have here. Give the possessors yeah. the ability to move between the worlds of this yeah. solar system. No, the, I was joking. The sword of Bobway, if you put the shield and the sword together, you've got the Zimbabwe shield and sword. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hardly worthy of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, Sorry, I missed the last four seconds. My ears did an auto shutdown. That's okay. Yeah, well, you're better off. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're looking for the shield, sword, and helmet of Zim. Yes, kept by Fantra. Fantra, the orange soda demon. And Blade Star had just figured out the riddle of the statue that we met in uh, an anteroom. That's right. I was impressed by the figuring out of the of the uh, riddle. Well, you know, when you play as many card games as I have, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. I got lucky. Um, it, it's Blade Star, not Brave Star. Yes. <laughs> Your point. Well, What's that? it means you're sharp. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I meant that you're not in the Old West playing cards, is, is where I was going with that. But oh, okay. Again, well, not worth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, Humor is not going to be our strength today. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, and, and also, Smack has a spear and a cross, neither of which seem to serve any purpose whatsoever. Well, not yet. Not yet. A silver but, spear but, and a stone cross. And an old rugged cross. Okay. Well, right. So the statue has moved aside. Yes, and I agree with you, by the way. Uh, I really hope that the spider we killed wasn't Fantra. That would suck. <laughs> but we'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. Okay, the statue moves aside. And uh, <laughs> making way for you to pass through an archway into a room beyond. And from what I remember, that is where we stopped, so it's up to you guys. Okay. The room beyond, as I recall, you described it as being larger than the one we just came from. Yes, yes, it is. Pass. And we passed through an archway to get to it. 
That's right. But I'm not recalling your description of the room once we were in. No, I didn't think you were as we're actually in yet. I, don't, I remember you saying that you were going to go through. Oh, okay. But I didn't think you guys actually made the final decision to carry on, as it were. Mm. Yes, we're carrying on. <laughs> well, good then. <laughs> they all right. turned to stand there looking stupid, which... <laughs> well, that might, our that might work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that might work for this style of uh, show from time to time. But uh, well, I, I'm going to try to take it a little more seriously. I think we want them to be adventuring heroes, not Keystone cops. <laughs> Just, I, I, I was about to say I have a plus seven aspect for for standing there stupidly. <laughs> uh, you know, it could be cross that off my list. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. I mean, what we are playing is closer to Masters than it is to Smurfs, which is a plus. That's okay. That's true. good. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. All right. And is it me or did that laugh I just did sort of unintentionally resemble Gargamel? Uh, I don't know because I don't remember enough about that show, nor do I wish to remember enough about that show to be able to answer that question. Yeah, that's probably- what Josh said. I say same. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Moving on. All right, and the fact that you remember enough about that show, Eric. To make that observation. It's that free. means you have to go through the archway first. <laughs> there you are. You go through the archway and notice small blue men at your feet. No. <laughs> kidding, kidding. All right, you have gone I think through... the fact that they lived in mushroom houses speaks volumes. <laughs> it does, yes. They were always afraid of the big bad cat that was going to eat them, from what I remember. Thinking more in terms of eating mushrooms and having strange visions of blue men. Yes. All right, you have entered the larger room, beyond the room you were in, through the archway. Again, you find giant spiderwebs hanging from the ceiling and the walls. And uh, another archway leads out of this room. But in one corner, you see a figure kneeling on the ground. You cannot see them well in the darkness. Even with my laser eye lighting up the way? Right, but you went in first, and he's behind you, so... Figure, anyway, regardless of your laser eye, is about 50 yards away, so... Oh, okay. You can just barely make them out, so it's sort of a, it's sort of a moot point, anyway. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's moot. Alright. The figure stirs slightly as you enter the room. Your footsteps echoing off of the high stone ceiling. Okay, I continue toward the figure, see if I can get a better gander and at them. Smack. I uh, I move along with Blade at his side. You approach the figure slowly, making your way across. Room. There's uh, grit and other bits and pieces of things crunching beneath your feet on the ground as you walk through the chamber. As you approach the figure, you notice that she appears to be a girl of about 16. She is uh, dressed in what looks like it might have been servants' clothes in centuries long, long, long past. And she is 
looking at you both quite warily. Uh, hello. She keeps looking at you. Fancy meeting you in a place like this. <laughs> Are you hurt, young one? Is there anything we can do to help you? I am waiting, she says in a higher, reedier voice than the one that I am using. <laughs> Uh, what exactly are you waiting for? My mistress. Yes, this is a family show. We we don't do that kind of thing here. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> you know you've so had a knack had... over the years, Eric, of uh, of twisting <laughs> things in these games. I, I yes. have to say. Along those same lines, I swear to God, if I ever get a chance to game master this series, Velomir is going to have a plot where uh, he turns people into marzipan statues of themselves. And uh, my friend here is going to be caught up in it, and I'll have to deal with a marzipan statue of Mr. Chainmore, or, as we like to call it, a sugar smack. <laughs> I think the silence after that says so it all. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was rather proud of that. It was a long way to go, though. So anyway. You had, you had the pixie sticks tonight. <laughs> yes. I mean, no, no, no. Uh... <laughs> Wait, she's waiting for her mistress. Uh, well, give our regards to Fantra when you see her. I think you'll be seeing her at the same time I am. Oh. Well, I don't know. We are planning on moving on ahead, so we may actually meet her halfway. If you'd like to come... No, I'm actually serious for once. If you'd like to come with us, then uh, maybe we can hurry this along, and that will be that. Indeed, you may be safer with us, young one. What is your name? My name is Shaley. Oh, God, that would make this the Shaley Temple. Oh, dear God. (laughs) You named her! To our podcasters listening out there who have subscribed to this feed, on behalf of all of us here, I wish to apologize. (laughs) Uh, I've been waiting here a very, very long time Well, the temple hasn't been here for more than about a half hour (laughs) The temple has always been here It was just under a ton of sand Apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Did you not notice when the whole of it rose up out of the ground? (laughs) No. I've just been here waiting for centuries. What kind of pathetic life is that? She rises from where she was kneeling on the ground and takes another step or two back 
from you, still looking wary. You carry your years well, ye old one. (laughs) (laughs) When I was placed in here, an enchantment was put on the temple to keep me from aging so that I would be here upon the awakening of my mistress. Are there others like you? I am the only one left. So your mistress put you here? No. The people of my village put me here when they mummified Fantra to wait for her rising. What do you do all day? I wait. You just... You you just wait. I do, now. When there were others here, I used to talk to them. We would play games while we waited. With paper and dice. (laughs) What happened to the others? Some of them were eaten by Splendor. I'm surprised you weren't. Well, we're good. Some of them just died. She points behind you. Oh, dear. Okay, I turn around. There's nothing there, but you do notice your footsteps in the ground. Oh! And you've been walking through bits of old bone and desiccated clothing and bodies oh, that are God. and dust. <laughs> uh, wow, okay. Uh, wipe your feet off before you come in, I guess is much more pertinent now than it might otherwise have been. Um, wow, okay. Well? I ate some of them when I got hungry. I really didn't need to know that. <laughs> oh, did, you- <laughs> did you, you know, did you spruce it up with a little paprika, a little garnish at least, you know, a little hollandaise sauce maybe? I like garlic. There you go. Yeah, why am I saying hollandaise sauce? They didn't have hollandaise sauce in the planet Zim. <laughs> Although they had garlic, apparently, so I guess... Yeah, yeah, what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, well... I'm astounded. The enchantment keeps you alive, and yet you must somehow find sustenance in this cold and empty place? Well, mostly I eat when I'm bored. You've been waiting here for centuries. I would imagine that happens quite frequently. Sometimes. Did Fantra at least leave you any sort of holograms or holovids or anything to pass the time while you wait? No. You just Well, Shaylee, you've been here quite a bit. You must certainly know this structure quite well. Perhaps you can help us. Can you identify either one or both of these items? And I show her the stone cross and silver spear. The stone cross... I have seen before. In my village, it was the sign of Fantra. I have never seen the silver spear before. Sign of Fantra? Who is Fantra? Fantra is my mistress. I only know Fantra as the keeper of the shield and sword and helmet. She is the keeper of the shield. Only the shield. Ah. Oh. She's a specialist, then. (laughs) Very good. She's special, all right. Somebody needs to roll a perception roll. I will let you two work out who is to do that. 
I think last time we did this, we discovered that Blade Star has the higher. I think he had the higher rating. Yeah, you were using your uh, hyper awareness. Hyper awareness. Yeah, what kind of percept? Are we looking at sensory perception, or is this like a? Because uh, I've got quick witted as well. Low yeah, not no, this nearly would be sensory. Okay, so my hyper aware is five. Got a total of nine. Hmm. Just barely, you notice that the floor of the temple is vibrating very slightly. Um, Smack, you might want to get ready to run. The floor is vibrating, which either means we are going somewhere or something is coming toward us. Really? Or we could just be getting one heck of a foot massage. If this structure is moving again, that does not bode well. We'll have no idea where we are once we escape. Yeah, what is the purpose of this pyramid, anyway? It is where... Well, who are you asking? Uh, Shaylee. It is where Fantra was buried when she died. It is meant to be her palace when she rises again. And Fantra is... The keeper of the shield of Sim. And your mistress. And my mistress, that's right. And she's dead. She is. And you're waiting for her to rise. You're smart, aren't you? (laughs) Is this some definition of dead that I've not previously (laughs) encountered? You could be here for a very, very long time. I have been. The floor is beginning to tremor more significantly. There are magics at work here, Blade, that are not filled with wholesome goodness. Yes, I don't detect them being filled with the chocolate caramel or with a cookie crunch either, so I think maybe we should beat a discreet retreat. I don't know if I trust this. This is a bit... Got another perception roll? Change. Um, do you want me to do it, or do you want to do it? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Oh, should have had you do it, because I just rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> club! Oh, that uh, that sounds really good. Huh? <laughs> Did the Beatles uh, just join us? Yes. Yes. <laughs> which one? Which one of the Beatles are you? What the hell kind of Liverpudlian accent is that supposed to be? Uh, no, I did not not Beatles. I just uh, sorry. It, when you see the Paul Peen hammer heading towards your face, sometimes all you can do is just grin. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, you rolled a one. Yes, that I did. That you uh, didn't perceive the, any better than I did. No, something's no, happened. That's a flub. It's uh, that means something bad is going to okay. If you roll, In fact, it, not only did one. I not perceive it, I probably perceived something that actually wasn't there. Oh, lovely. So, um, due to your lack of (laughs) hyper-awareness, you were uh, unaware. You you were hyper-unaware. Your (laughs) hyper-unawareness has led to the fact that the giant spider has awakened in the other room and is now coming into this room after you. Didn't we already deal with you? I thought we offed that bastard. <laughs> it's Splendor. Oh, yes, isn't it? Do you want to help us? Uh, I rather like being alive. Exactly. Do you want to help us? 
She starts moving toward the opposite end of the chamber where there's an archway leading into a room that you have not yet. Okay, we follow her. Uh, Indeed, let's follow her example. (laughs) She remains breathing. That's right. (laughs) Uh, You uh, follow her to the archway, which is blocked up by an enormous stone door blocking the way through. Oh, look. Another one of these damnable stone doors. (laughs) They're so depressing. Shaylee (laughs) crashes in the uh, corner formed by the side of the door and the edge of the archway makes herself as small as possible, and watches the two of you make fools of yourselves. Ah, I begin to understand. She has no escape. She just has a hidey hole. Shaylee of the hidey hole. <laughs> that is how I will remember her. Um, so Perhaps she- we should dispatch this creature once and for all. Or at the very least try to get through the door. Uh, does the door have any kind of a keyhole or something? Uh, roll another, uh, perception roll, please. Okay. There we go. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you notice far, far above your head, there is a cutout in the door in the shape of a cross. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> far above us, uh, in, uh, proximate feet. Uh, it's about six, in- six feet or so above Bladestar's head. Smack, look over there. What? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, Amazing. no, over that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, over making, there. <laughs> the spider is making its leisurely way across the chamber toward you. It pauses for a moment to pick up some grisly thing off the floor and crunch it between its pincers. Oh. Blade, that cut out in the door, it's shaped just like the stone cross that I'm carrying. <laughs> yes, it is. Why don't you take this stone cross and climb up onto my shoulders and see if it fits? Okay. Why don't I... Why am I talking like this? Yes. Um, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's grab... Let, uh, let's do that. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Uh, you, do you have any um, attributes that you would like to try to apply to this action? Either of you. Um, Gravity grip. Ooh, nice. Because I can hold on to Blade Star and make sure that he doesn't fall off. That sounds reasonable. And Mr. Blade Star? Um. Got nothing. Unfortunately, I don't see anything here that would apply, except for maybe my. Ah! 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 Cyber arm! What? I will launch a Pitong with the cross in it. From my cyber arm up to where the cross hole is. That's an extendable arm, essentially, is what you're going to try to do here. Yes. Well, the thing's only like six feet over our heads. You standing on the shoulder, it's practically right in front of your face, isn't it? Yeah, you can do either one. I'm... But my fear is if I try and get up on your shoulders without anything that can help me do it, then you're going to wind up on the ground, and I'm going to wind up standing on top of your shoulders from a horizontal position. And worse and... than that... Shaylee will laugh at both of us. That's right. Okay, sorry. Understood. Please proceed. Now, I'm taller, I think, of the two of us, so if you wanted to stand on my shoulders, then that might work. And you can be the one sticking your neck out. (laughs) Okay. 
I'll go for it. That's so we, fine. We have opted not for the arm transformation then. Is that right. correct? Yes. He's going to use because that makes more you can use your gravity grip on my shoulder. Or the door itself. Yeah, exactly. So this I think is Smack's time to shine. Okay. All right. Put a little um, smack down on the door there. This I now do. Do you have any sort of strength or anything, uh, Mr. Bladester, by the way? Since you're going to be holding him up. I hadn't thought about it. Um, no. I'm going to make you roll anyway for strength. But the thing is, I don't need to hold him up because he's got his gravity grip. His weight is still on you. He's got to get up there to begin with, and then he can use his gravity grip on the door. I can accept that. Okay. He's got to get up there first, and that's going to require a certain amount of strength from you. Why don't you roll strength and uh, smack roll your gravity grip? Okay. So I mean 1d12 and then add the... Oh, God. I'm sorry, add what? The trait. The trait. Your gravity grip trait. Oh, then I rolled a 17. Nice. Wow. I rolled a 3. I'm thinking maybe I should use a little oomph. I would advise you to do so. All right, I'll use one of my oomph points and re-roll. Yes. Have patience, young, ancient, cannibalistic, weird lady. <laughs> we'll be through the door soon. Oh, for God's sake, you got to be kidding me. Uh, not good. Oh, I forgot my wife was in the other room. I should probably keep my voice down. Uh, yes. <laughs> rolled a two. You rolled a two. I rolled a two. So we now have a total of five. Uh, no, we have a total of, well, yes, but I don't think you're supposed to add them together. Well, I think that's one of your options with the oomph, I oh. believe. Well, you're the game master, so as far as I'm concerned, thy will be done. <laughs> All right. And you rolled a 17. All right. Okay. All right. You, I'm rolling as well. That's why I'm a little off here. Okay. Smack climbs up onto Blade Star's shoulders. Blade Star falls down and hits his head on the floor, but. Ow. But, uh. In fact, that's going to be one uh, token for you, by the way. Okay. Blade Star. But uh, Smack, his grip was fast enough, and he was able to lock onto the door and uh, hang on. The hole in the door is cut out right in front of his face, and uh, he is just dangling there using his gravity grip. I slip my hand into my cloak and retrieve from the hidden pocket therein the stone cross and attempt to slip it into the opening. How do you do that and use your gravity grip at the same time? I'm gravity gripped with my left hand to the door. Okay, so you're only doing that one-handed then? Yes, no stipulation that I need to use both hands for gravity grip. Okay, all right, just double check. Unless you'd like there to be one, I can make that modification. No, I think that's acceptable. Well, if you're going to do that, do it after this scene, please. <laughs> I just double check. If I have to use both hands for the gravity grip, then this could get very dirty. <laughs> no, that's all right. I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page. Okay, fine. Uh, you reach in and pull the thing out, right? And what did you do after that? Attempted to fit it into the opening that seemed to be of the same shape. It fits into the opening. The door begins to rumble and slowly swing backwards with you still dangling from it with your gravity grip. The <laughs> Sorry. It could be worse. It could be one of those. It could be one of those. <laughs> the... Splendor, the spider. It could have been one of those roll-up doors, like a garage door. <laughs> that, that would have that, sucked. Yeah, that, that would have been a problem, I think. <laughs> so you're hanging to the door, the door's swinging, 
inward, and uh, the spider is now limbing over the form of Bladestar on the ground. Oh. Okay. Well, since he's looming over me, I choose this moment to snap out my retractable sword and skewer the little spider. <clears throat> the little... Well, he's not little. But he's going to be in a minute. <laughs> or she, I should say. There'll be a lot less of her, I think. Yes. All right, so uh, go ahead and roll on your sword. Make sure that works correctly. I don't want to roll on my sword. That would be very painful. Wow. 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 Yeah. Again, apologies I, I for this episode. <laughs> I forgot the rim shot again. Sorry. <laughs> this is going to require, I think, hey. two rolls, by the way. So first, oh. first, give me your sword. Okay, because it's going to enhance my fierce fighter role when I attack. Right, that's what we want. Okay, wait, which one we want? Do you want the sword or the fighter roll? You need to roll both, because the sword roll is going to enhance the fierce fighter, yes? Yeah, but that just adds three to the fierce fighter roll. Okay. It, the sword has an enhancer of plus three. Right, but you still have to roll that as a trait, don't you? I don't think so. That's the whole point. Okay, never mind. One it, roll. it modifies the one that you're using. Yeah, I, I thought you had to roll it successfully to start with. But maybe not. All right, go ahead and um, just roll the first No, but right one out. thing I did forget to put down here, and I don't know how to find out, is how much damage my sword does. Which is going to come in rather important in about two seconds, I think. Um, yeah, no, because the, we don't do damage. It's done with the tokens, remember? Oh, that's, that's right. That's the uh, point of the tokens. I was thinking... Um, then why do the weapons in the vehicle thing have have I don't know but we're not dealing with vehicles okay no I mean in general uh, never mind (laughs) I don't don't know because I didn't I didn't read the entire thing on the vehicle thing because I didn't think that no it wasn't it wasn't just vehicles there was a thing where at the bottom they had an example of all kinds of different weapons and they had how many POPs it would cost to add it to your character and then I thought they had a damage number there, but uh, you're right. What the hell would it be for? They have, like, threshold, but that's kind of a different thing as well. Yeah, so. yeah. That's instant defeat. Whatever I roll here, I'm adding 7 to it, which makes it 10. Ouch. <laughs> yes. Right. You leap up with your sword, retracting in a very action, cartoony sort of way. However, you miss the spider. It deftly swings out of your way on its eight legs and um, comes uh, in for an attack on you. I missed him with a ten? You did, yes. Because I I actually rolled a huge number over here. Does it get to attack him first, or may I leap to his aid? Uh, Yeah, you can do something at this point before the spider uh, attacks. So um, what would you like to do? Shaylee, by the I way, like- is just sitting in the corner still watching all of this with wide eyes. Shaylee is a useless crazy bitch. <laughs> and will therefore not figure into my strategy. <laughs> Unless she can be used as bait. Sorry, I showed her the stone cross and she said nothing about the door. But yeah, if I were trapped someplace for a couple of hundred years, I'd probably go a little batshit myself. <laughs> At any rate, I would like to use the chain of justice, the electric chain of justice, to uh, restrain the spider and prevent it from attacking Blade. My left hand is still magnetized to the door that swung... uh, Did it swing in toward the room or out away from the room? It swung 
into the next room, out of the room that you were in. So you've got okay, good. A, so- a bit of a distance to go. I'm actually going to say that uh, you need to take a one-point penalty on this one because you're moving away from Eric and you're dangling on top of that. Fair enough. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. 17 again. Nice. Wow. Good rolls. You're doing much better than Blade Star is. Well, last time I rolled, like, what, three threes in a row or two threes yeah, in a row or something had, like you that? Yeah, some bad rolls last time. All right. While still clinging to the door, you swing your chain, electric chain of justice, out at the spider, catching several of its legs in its links. Leg legs in its links. I'm not sure what I said, but I don't think that was it. And um, its legs are linked. Now lop them off. <laughs> the electricity running through the chain fries the spider to some extent and the smell of burnt spider fur fills the air. Spider uh, moves away, dragging the chain with it for a spell and then falls to the floor unconscious. Good job, Smack! I owe you thanks for distracting it long enough for me to do so. If you'd care to finish the job, I know I'd no longer wish to hear from Splendor any further. Yes, but we are Knights of Sim. Of Zim. No, you are oh. Knights of Shinseen. On the planet Zim. Zim. And the Zim. Temple of Fentra. <laughs> and Shaylee is looking hungry, so we'd we, better we, move fast. We are Knights of Shinseen. And therefore, I do not know if in... Why am I talking like that? We're Knights of Shinseen. I don't think in good conscience I can just kill that thing when it's down. Perhaps if I said the right words... It is a creature of evil, and it would be a mercy to the world to remove it from existence. Oh. Well, in that case... Yeah, what is the code of the Knights of Shins? I don't know, but that would be a fun thing to write up. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, I mean... I'm thinking of them as being rather chivalrous, as it were. Sort of a typical knight. Yes, so I don't know if I can... Well, yeah, he's got a point. We've already dealt with this thing twice. No, you know, I can't do it. And now we have the moral dilemma. To kill or not to kill. To kill or not to kill. Late Star, there is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Yes. Well, we could leave it lying there unconscious and just find out what's in this next room. That's right. With any luck, we'll be out of here before the thing regains consciousness, and then we won't have to deal with it anymore. Indeed, as you say. The vibration uh, of the floor is becoming rather intense now. I thought that was the spider. No. No, I think that was the whole pyramid going into third gear. Oh, lovely. Okay. Cutting in the overdrive. And let's hurry up and jump through this door, figure out what's in here so we can get out. I release my gravity grip and drop the six feet down to the floor. <laughs> Hopefully there's a floor. <laughs> Hopefully he bends his knees so he doesn't kill his feet when he lands. <laughs> no, I lock my knees and go ramrod straight down onto my ass. <laughs> Kidding, of Because course. that would be smart. Yes. All right, Shaylee follows you into the next room. Oh, no. You know, no. You stay there. You didn't even help us. In all but fairness, my mistress, could be done. she is rising. Well, you know, you waited this long. You can wait a few more minutes. Right, if you're really worried about that, get the coffee started. <laughs> That's right. 
Make yourself useful. Senor, she doesn't have follows you. <laughs> anyway, into the next. I had a chamber. feeling she would. All right, fine, but we're not rescuing you. <laughs> yeah, never mind the fact that we're knights. Back to the round table. I, uh, oh God, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's describe the room quick, quick. <laughs> I feel like I, I should be getting something and I'm not, but all right. It was a Holy Grail reference, never mind. Uh, yes. The ones that I swore I would never make. I love that movie, though. Yeah. All right, so you have entered a triangular-shaped room. In the center of the room, there is an altar of sorts with a sarcophagus upon it. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to save some time. Just open the lid of the sarcophagus. Well, hang on, hang on. Chill out, relax, take it easy. As you enter the room, the lid of the sarcophagus opens of its own accord with a huge rumbling crash. It seems that the altar is the source of the vibrating floor because it's shaking quite tremendously. Out of the sarcophagus comes a mummified woman. Hanging on a wall above the altar is a huge silver shield. Shaley, I think you finally found your mommy. Indeed I have. Roll a hyper-awareness uh, whatever thing again, please. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Good God! The dice are not with you. The force they is not with you. I rolled a one yet again. Two things happen simultaneously. I don't think I'm going to like either one of them. Shaylee becomes rather reptilian-looking, transforming before your eyes. She's got reptilian-type skin and long, evil-looking claws and wings sprouting from her back, rather like a pterodactyls. At the same time that this begins, from behind the other side of the altar steps Valamir. I might have known you had something to do with this. Shaylee launches herself at Bladestar. Initiative rolls for everyone, please. <laughs> Three. Oh, 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 okay, my turn. I just rolled a natural one. Do those apply for initiative rolls, the flubs? Uh, no, it just puts you at the bottom. And then there I sit. <laughs> All right. First up is Valamir. No big surprise there. It was from where I'm standing. Okay. He sends a blast of energy from his hands at Smack. Would you like to do something to try to avoid being hit, Mr. Smack? I dodge roll of some kind. Do you have anything that would um, assist you in dodging the... Attack. Can you deflect the bolt with your chain of justice? I would say no. <laughs> well, that would have been cool. I don't think I have... No, I definitely don't have an aspect that makes me quick to get out of the way of anything. Well, you can do something, you know, be creative. You can do something else using what you do have. The deflecting with the chain, I'm not going to buy, but... He sent a bolt of energy at me? Yes. Is it considered two moves to pull that silver spear out and hold it up to deflect the uh, energy ray? Well, that would be, that would be one move. Ray? That would be one move. You want to hold it, or you want to? Th what do you want to do exactly? I want to uh, hold it as if it was some kind of a method of deflection. 
hold it in front of me so that the beam of energy hits the spear and not me. Happens in cartoons all the time. <laughs> all right. All okay, right. he says no to the big old chain, but he's going to allow the tiny, teeny little spear. <laughs> Go ahead and make a roll. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm just letting I don't want to overuse the chain because the next move that I had planned was to try and grab that shield with it. Okay. Hey, I'm just, just throwing over over out there's a possible suggestion, that's all. You got to give the kids new things to look at or they don't buy the cereal. <laughs> uh, all right. My role is a ooh, 11. All right, you successfully raise the spear up, and the energy does indeed hit it. However, the spear has no effect on the energy whatsoever, which plows into you and knocks you off your feet. Take a setback token. So you have one. Ouchies. Ouchies. Okay. Fair All enough. All right. Your initiative roll was three, wasn't it, Bladesler? Yes, it was. All right, well, you actually get to go next. So. Oh, okay. Well, wait a second now. We have... Three people here, right? We have the demon child from hell. Um, the crazy reptilian 16-year-old ancient lady. That was who I was referring to as demon child. Yeah, that may may or may not eat corpses. Yeah, then we have... We have... Uh, Veldemir. Valamir. <laughs> There's no D. <laughs> Damn it. Think, think, think a sedative and Russian space station. <laughs> <laughs> Balamir. <laughs> Never mind. Yes, those two and the uh, ancient fart wrapped in ribbons. <laughs> Coming out of the stone thingy. Okay. Or not, actually. Have we actually seen her? Yeah, I mean, yes, the sarcophagus slightly... Yeah, she, okay. she was like a mummified woman. Okay, fine. Um, does the uh, reptilian crazy woman look... Like a threat, or is she just standing there still? I said earlier that she launched herself toward you. Oh, that's right. Then I'm gonna. Okay, I'm sorry. I got that. got lost in the shuffle there. I'm going to throw my. Well, I can't. It's attached to my arm. <laughs> well, you could throw your arm, I suppose, but I'm... you might need it later. <laughs> uh, but wait a minute. No, I never said it couldn't be ejected. I'm not buying it. Damn it. <laughs> Not even for an oomph point? I think you have one oomph left. Yes, I do. Because the stingy game master is not replenished. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to be awarding oomph at the end, sort of like the XP points. It's all well and good, except it doesn't help us during the adventure, which is what the whole point of oomph is supposed to be. But anyway. Next time, Blade Star. Next time. Next time. Okay. Anyway. How far away am I from... Well, she's launching herself at me, so she's coming at me, so I will meet her lunge head-on with my sword. With your sword. My sword. All right. Yes. So, roll away. That would be counterproductive since I'm trying to meet her head-on. Uh, that would be a s- 10. Again. Hopefully it has better results than the damn spider. Unfortunately, it does not. I rolled a 12. Just, you know... Yes. You uh, launch yourself at the reptilian Shaylee, who uses her wings to fly up and over you, and you go flying headfirst into a stone wall. Ow. Take a setback token. I've got two of them now. All right. 
Well, no, because the last battle ended, and you're supposed to clear them out. Oh, okay, so I've got one. Okay, cool. You're at one. All right. I remember who was supposed to go... Um, oh, Fantra is next. He's old. Ouch. Fantra rolled a one. Fantra, her attempt to climb out of a sarcophagus, trips over trailing <laughs> wraps that are dangling off of her. Yeah. And falls down the steps of the altar. That's what I was saying about keystone cops. Hey. <laughs> Doo-doo she, happens. She does, she hisses. All right. Shaylee is going, and she is um, heading for Smack, who will once again have an opportunity to do something. Well, was my defensive role my turn that last time? No, you'll still get a chance to do some sort of offensive as well. They say specifically that defensive does not count as your turn during combat. So you get to do one more defensive thing, and then uh, because she's Shaylee's coming after you, and you're laying okay. on the floor right now. So you're going to have to actually get up to do something, and then you'll get a chance to be on the offense as well. Now, Shaylee has wings. Is she running, is she running towards me or flying she towards me? She's flying at you. Ooh. Because she flew up over Bladestar, and now she's continuing that flight, sort of diving in your direction. Well, I gotta go with what works. I'm going to have to whip out with the electric chain of justice and try and grab Shaylee. <laughs> and I roll a ten. Three plus seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meh. You almost managed to capture her, but just barely in the nick of time, she changes course and flies through the hoop made by your chain of justice and escapes. However, uh, you do have another chance, because that was your defensive thing, and it did steer her off course. You're up for your offense now. Then uh, I'm going to have to quickly lash back withdrawing the chain in an attempt to whip Shaylee towards my fist. Grab <laughs> right. her with the chain, haul her in to a very hard punch in the face. <laughs> All right, roll again. Ooh, that's more like it. 17. It wouldn't have mattered what you rolled, because Shaylee rolled a 1. <laughs> so you, uh, you snag her with your chain of justice, which presumably you're going to continue using to hold her prisoner for the duration of the battle. She struggles. Ooh, depending on how conscious she is after that. Uh, yeah, she's still conscious. She's struggling to break free of the chain, but it is holding her fast. Already. Next round, and uh, you each have one setback token. Valamir goes first. Valamir moves out of the fray and grabs the shield from the from the wall, and that's his move. And Blade Star is next. What is the shield made out of? Silver. It's a big silver shield. Okay, now I realize in real life, magnets, to my knowledge, don't affect silver, because magnets affect iron, but this is not real life, this is an 80s retro tune. Different kinds of magnets attract different sorts of metals, I think. Okay, groovy. So I'm going to use my cybernetic arm to whip out a magnetic claw and lunge forward and try to swipe the shield out of Vladimir's hand. Velomir's hand. (laughs) Velmir... Valmyra, whatever the hell his name is. Valamir. Valamir. Valamir, Vladimir, the dude. All right, see if your transformation is successful. 
12. Wow. Impressive. Thank you. Your magnetic arm swings out uh, with its hook thing and latches on to the shield in Valamir's hands, steals it away, and the shield uh, is now in your possession. Valamir curses you, cybernetic simpleton. (laughs) Well done, my galvanized Goomba. You made me this way, Valamir. You have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> Fantra is heading for Blade Star because oh, he's got the shield. I love it. Would you like to do anything to defend yourself? She's just coming toward you. You don't know what she's going to do yet. She's just moving quickly toward you, and I just inhaled <coughs> my piece of pez. Yay. Um, okay. Where am I in relation to the sarcophagus? Kind of off to one side of the big archway door. Um, you're a good distance from the sarcophagus and the altar and all that. I would like to move out of the way and sprint over and jump up on top of the sarcophagus. All right. Um, try to think what to make you roll for that. Uh, I think you're just going to have to roll. <laughs> well, let's see. So I don't think you've got any trait. For... I'm looking real quick. Well... Yeah, the only one that might work would be Fierce Fighter, but that's pushing it. Yeah. All right. I rolled a five. All right. You head toward the sarcophagus, but don't quite make it that far before Fantra has you wrapped in some of her wrappings, so to speak. (laughs) Um, I'm being PP'd by a mummy! The uh, the wrappings that were dangling from her arms are now wrapped around you, and they magically seem to be as strong as steel. Lovely. But they're not actually made of steel. No. They're magically okay. strengthened. Okay. So the magnet didn't help her. <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> that would have sucked, yes. Because Shaylee is still being held by the Chain of Justice, it is now Smack's turn. Oh, that's another setback token for you, by the way. Yeah, I think I'm up to two. I would like to use my boots of ground cracking to open up a fissure in the floor underneath. Gonna have to go for Fantra, because she is directly attacking my buddy and is closest to getting the shield. And I think is probably more powerful than Valamir, at least at this moment. Alrighty then. Roll away, roll away. Uh, twelve. You stomp your boot-cracking things on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Ground-cracking boots, right? Big bad boots of badness, yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, whatever it is, you you stomp them on the ground, and a crack opens up across the floor, into which Fantra falls, however... Her wrappings are still wrapped around... Yes, I thought of this before. thought as well, so well, uh... Um... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Star is, uh... On the edge of the precipice with Fantra hanging off of him down into the fissure by the wraps. Makes her sound like dinner. <laughs> what the hell? You're welcome, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't thank you, I said. 
I think he oh, said, oh what the hell, which is something that was rarely heard in retro tunes. All right. All right. So that would be a... Uh, I'm not sure what that is. I guess it's a setback for both Fantra and... Uh, <laughs> and Bladestar. Lovely. Oh, no. How's he get... Uh, I'm sorry. Never mind. All right. Uh, next round... Valamir is going after Bladestar because he's got the damn shield. Damn. And uh, Bladestar, I don't know what you can do at this point because uh, you're wrapped up, but uh, we'll let you be creative if you can be okay. creative. I still have my sword out, I think. Uh, you don't, but you... Yeah, I would think you would have to relinquish your magnetic hold on the shield in order to let the sword come out. No, I have two hands. The arm but, but that both has... of those things come out of your cybernetic arm. No, they don't. The sword... Oh... Do they? That's, they guess that they is do. what you said last time, yes. That's right, because the other arm is normal. Right. Okay, fine. I switch the shield into my other hand, and then I take the sword and cut my bonds. All right. Give me a fierce fighting roll. Okay, do I get the enhancer from the sword? Yep. Okay. So that's seven right there. Plus... Son of a bitch! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Another one! This is like the third one I've rolled in the last hour! Not good. Okay. Not good at all. That guy wants to be flung somewhere. Yeah, it really does. And it's a computer program, so I can't go and get another die. And you can't even say that the die is weighted. Yeah, I can't, because it was rolling 12s one after the other earlier. Yeah. I think I'm out. This is going to make my fourth token if I get a token. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. just get. <laughs> he just got dragged to the edge of a chasm because he was attached to uh, Fantra, and <laughs> and got a, a thing for it. Yep. Is so, there any such thing as healing in this game? Yeah, well, transfer? not really, because the setback tokens go away once the battle is over, uh, unless the character is in captivity or something to that effect. Give me time. I'm going right down that road. All right, fair enough. All right, so you, you swing the sword. Yeah. You're trying to cut your bonds. It does not go well. Really? <laughs> the um, uh, I'm trying to make a decision here. How I want to do this. Um, all right. You lose your balance on the edge of the precipice, and you tumble into the fissure that had been created by Smack, along with Fantra. Down, down, down. Smack, Valamir... And Shaylee all hear a splash after a moment, all of them sort of staring in disbelief at the hole in the ground. Valamir, for all intents and purposes, is ignoring Smack and is moving toward the fissure in the ground to follow. Smack, what would you like to do? I would like to fling Shaylee at Valamir and then uh, subsequently jump down into the fissure myself, but I imagine that's two moves. Yeah, yeah, I would say... uh, <laughs> so I'm going to, the electric chain of justice is going to relinquish Shaylee, but very violently in the direction of Valamir. And nine and seven, sixteen. All right. Um, you do so. She goes flying uh, toward Valamir, catches herself on her wings, and uh, begins swooping down into the fissure. <laughs> flying uh, toward her mistress, who was... Uh, so, t- t- so t- I see... 
I suddenly seem to have successfully changed places with Squeaky McGlass, I know. <laughs> I, I am suddenly the sidekick that just is trying desperately to help his friends and screwing things up so <laughs> Valamir follows Shaley into the uh, into the fissure, and I'm assuming you're going to go ahead and jump in. Oh, hell yeah. After them all. All right. Oh, yeah. I go. Well, actually, we're going to take a commercial break for a moment. Um, after these messages, we'll be right back. I just need a moment, because I wasn't expecting us to be going underground. <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes to make sure that I'm not so so Blade. Who will you be adventuring with after this? <laughs> <laughs> we were successful, my friend. Get away from me! I don't know. Neither, <laughs> yeah. neither one of you has done terribly well in this game. I mean, uh, Blade oh. Star went after Shaylee, and she just flew right over his head, and you went head first into the wall, which would be perfectly. I blame your dice program, sir. Would this- be- <laughs> Perfectly fitting for retro team. Wait a minute. You got say. the dice program from Josh? Yes. Ah. <laughs> I'm using the same dice program he is there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've done two things right so far, at least. I think we got the spider out of the way, at least temporarily, and we opened the door. <laughs> That's two whole good things. <laughs> All right, cut to an underground passage beneath the temple. The walls are made out of sandstone, and uh, there is water here that you have all gone splashing into, except for Shaylee, who's still flying, and Valamir, who, in any case, is not quite ghost, not quite vampire, and who uh, is a bit more graceful and is essentially standing atop the water in his black robes and things. I'm sorry, I missed part of what you said. Did you say a cavern or a room? Yeah, you're in an underground tunnel with the sandstone walls. Okay, underground tunnel, sorry. That's right. Uh, there's about two feet of water, which you've all landed in, making splashes. Valamir did not, neither did Shaylee, because Shaylee's flying, and, and he's somewhat insubstantial, so he's standing on top of the water, Valamir is. And I just went into a British accent, and I'm not sure exactly why or when it started, but... Um, <laughs> I thought you were doing one all along. Maybe. Uh, uh, Fantra has Blade Star still in her clutches, or her wraps in this case. And I think because we're all down here, we're going to have some new initiative rules because uh, everything sort of changed. Okay, and I'm assuming I'm down to... You're, you have your four uh, tokens, so you are... Captured for the time being, so you're not going to get to do it. I can't do crap, even though everybody's in the area, I'm still yeah. stuck. Yeah. Okay. The, for, for the time being, you're out of commission. Then there's no point in me rolling for initiative. That's what I said, yes. Okay. So, Smack, you need to roll, and I need to roll for these guys. I rolled a nine. All right, you are going to be going... Oh, wait a minute. Second. No. Third. No. First. <laughs> Sorry. First, Valamir heads to join Fantra, where Bladestar is. He's attempting to help her get the shield, and the two of them are trying to wrestle it away from Bladestar. Bladestar, I'm going to let you roll something to sort of try to hang on to it and keep it from falling into their position. Well, I will use Fierce Fighter, because the only one that might be appropriate would be my cyber arm, and Fierce Fighter is higher, so I'm going <laughs> to... Take Fierce Fighter, which is, I believe, four. 
And now it is 15. All right, very nice. You managed to maintain possession after Valamir's attempts. However, Fantra is going next, and she's also trying to wrestle away from you, so I'm going to let you roll again to try to keep it away from her. I can't just keep the same roll. Roll again. No, roll again. Well, as it happens, and this is no joke, I swear to God, I just rolled the same number All right. <laughs> with your program. That worked out quite nicely. Well, she so. did really lousy. I think Fantra's getting the worst rolls of anyone in the game at this point. That <laughs> she, is satisfactory. Yeah. You do manage to keep it away from her, and Smack is up next. I am going to go for the shield, and if I actually manage to get my hand on it, exercise gravity grip. All right, well, Drawing gonna, on the gravity of- field of Zim to hold on to this item. All right, go ahead and roll your gravity grip. <sighs> what? <laughs> okay. I sense it did not go well. <laughs> All night I was doing fine. This is where the oomph could come in. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, but I don't know. Can you use oomph when you rolled a one? Oh, no, you can't. Yeah, oh, nope. no, you can't. Nope, nope. Uh, so you rolled a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> Alright, you reach for the shield, activating your gravity grip talents as you go. Unfortunately, you miss the shield, and your gravity grip snags onto uh, Bladestar's cybernetic arm. So you have hold of him at the moment instead. Blast it. I missed. <laughs> uh, I, I shall, will you stop helping me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shaylee flies at the huddle of other characters who are all basically wrestling over the shield or, in one case, over Bladestar's mechanical arm. And uh, she comes flying at them, and, much to everyone's surprise, her talons rip through the wraps that are holding Bladestar, freeing him. Oh. Thank you. (laughs) What? So, your four tokens are removed. Okay. Um, I forgot to give you one smack, so you need to add one. Okie dokie. Which I think... Does it bring you up to that two? Take me to two, yes. Yes, okay. You just you just give other people setback tokens. That's right. Including allies. That's right. <laughs> All right, but you have one I'm now using well. an aspect from another game. <laughs> you, you have... Uh, I have a Star Blazer Adventure aspect that says, let the hammer fall on the other guy. Yeah. I'm just using it in this game. There you go. You're welcome, using it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. All right, uh, so you've got two. Bladestar, I'm going to let you roll an initiative since you're coming into the battle now. And whatever you roll is going to put you at that position. The rest of the initiative rolls are going to stay the same. Three. Yeah. That's uh, that puts you at the bottom. Yeah, awesome. All right, Valamir, going after Thanks. the shield still. Are you going to try once again to fight him off? Yeah, I'm just trying to come up with something more creative than just, I fight him off. Yes, yeah, well, that would make it more entertaining, that's for sure. Okay. We're in this triangular... No, we're in an underground tunnel now with soundstone walls and a lot of water. Okay. Water's about two feet deep. 
They're all standing in it, you know, at about hip level or so. Hmm. All right, this is elementary, but you know what? I don't care. I'm going to use my quick-witted trait. As he's coming at me to get the shield, I'm going to splash water in his face. Well, he's not coming at you because you're all in a puddle. Oh. Well, I'm still going to splash water in his face and try and distract him by aiming for the eyes. Well, as much as you can aim when you're splashing water at someone. And, uh... Wait a minute. Before I commit to this, what is at the bottom? Sand? Yes. However, I want to, um... I probably shouldn't do this. I should just let you do what you're doing and suffer the consequences. But it is sort of getting a bit ridiculous now. I've said, Valamir is mostly insubstantial. Somewhat ghostly. The water is just going to go right through him if you do this. Okay, then he can't get the shield. Oh, he can. He can't have it both ways if he's the most... Valamir can. Because he's wearing a robe and things, and he has some substance to him, but where his face is, is just nothing. He's mostly insubstantial. I'm just warning you now that the water isn't going to work. Before you commit to that, try to do something else. Okay. Because going in his face is is not going to work. Okay, then I just... Just just to interject. Yeah. Josh, you said we're all kind of in a huddle. Yes. Going for this shield thing. Right. Um... Is it possible for Blade to just give me the shield? No, why don't I just throw the shield at... at catch! I mean, I'm right there. Although with our left gotta, currently going the way it's going... I'm standing right there next to him. I just accidentally gripped his arm. If he could just hand me the shield, then I can exert... It's entirely up to Eric. But no. uh, I'm yeah, just asking that, if that's a possibility. Yeah, you could do that. I hand him the shield. <laughs> All right, roll your gravity grip. Please don't be a one. Please don't be a one. Please don't be a one. Five and twelve. All right. You have a hold of the shield with your gravity grip. Cross you, Valamir kisses angrily, sounding an awful lot like Skeletor. Thank you, Blade. Sorry about destroying your life. <laughs> no problem. Catch you next time around. <laughs> And we did four things right. You solved a riddle and figured out how to use your laser eye for us to look around in here. Anyway, continuing. <laughs> there are still two more artifacts of Zim to be had. I can get the shield later. Valamir makes a retreat, taking Fantra with him, who stares back at you both with burning in her mummified face. The two of them vanish in a puff of magical smoke. And good riddance, you figures of crapulent naughtiness. <laughs> roll a hyper-awareness roll, Blade. Please. Blade Star. We probably shouldn't be calling you Blade, because, well, that's a master's character, for one thing. Nine. You notice that Shaylee is back in her human... No, no, I mean nine! I am not going to roll! <laughs> you notice that... You notice that Shaylee is back in her human form... She is laying in the water. Her head is beneath the surface. She appears to be unconscious. Hmm. All right, I rush over to her and I drag her out of the uh, water. Beware, Bladestar. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was right, Bladestar. That is a very deceptive lizard of ass kickiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I'm still a knight. Very well. 
She coughs and splutters and looks up at uh, Blade Star very confusedly. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, good. Because doesn't have to give her mouth to mouth resuscitation, and that could cause very bad parental reaction from this show. <laughs> what has become of my mistress? She asks. Uh, well, she vanished in a pub of logic. That would be God. I thought you thought she was God. <laughs> what has become of my mistress? <laughs> Your mistress has taken up with Velamir. That's what's become of your mistress. Who is Velamir? Did I get his name wrong? No, actually, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Velamir? Velamir is an evil, evil man who has been sentenced to this prison. And why are for you a- here? I've been asking myself that question for quite some time now. Because we were accidentally trapped here along with him. Well, your ancestors were, but yes. Well, it's a collective we. Shut up. All right. <laughs> and this, this Valamea has taken Fantra? My mistress? Yes, he has. Or she went willingly with him. But no. She took. He took her. He's a bast. I mean, he's a jerk. And he took her. <laughs> I'm bound to serve Fantra. Will you be well, going the- after this Valamir again? Absolutely. Then I shall remain with you to avenge my mistress and free her from his clutches. Well, there you go. That's that's a good plan. And while we're at it, maybe we can find. Uh, the sword and the helmet the of Zim? The sword and the helmet of Zim, thank you. Because <laughs> I forgot who has the shield at the present time. The gravity Shaley? guy does. Oh, you do? Okay, good. <laughs> That's right. I just forgot for a moment. We had so many back and forths there for a while, I forgot who. Shaylee, if you are to help us, you must promise to let us know all that you know about the shield, the sword, and the helmet. I don't know much. But we know you love us. Now move on. <laughs> I knew, if, I knew you were going to do that. I don't know how I knew. We've known each the, other too I, long, Eric. We've just <laughs> known each other too long. I knew that was where you were going to go with it. But the first words out of Shaylee's mouth after she got pulled out of the water was, "You saved me. Why?" <laughs> uh, I've been asking myself that same question. You know? <laughs> it would be the same answer, yes. Yeah. Shaylee, I must ask you this. If Bladestar and I are successful and retrieve the sword, the helmet, and put it together with the shield, the will shield you be attempting to take to them away mistress. from us? The shield belongs to my mistress. Does the sword? The mistress was going to give us the shield. What? Well, that was the big plan. That's why we came down here. I am bound to serve my mistress, but in the absence of any orders from her, I shall stay with you to guard the shield and to rescue my mistress from Valamir. All right. Good plan. Indeed, Blightstar. And the most important thing is to prevent the shield, the sword, and the helmet of Zim from falling into the hands of Valamir. 
And if the true guardians of these artifacts are to be their rightful owners and take them far from where he can get his awful, awful, ethereal, nasty, gassy, farty hands on them, <laughs> then that will be well. Ding, ding, I have no interest ding, in holding out to them myself. Alrighty then. Alright, that is the end of this episode. However, like all good retro tunes, we will have a moral of the story segment oh, oh God. at the end. And in the, according to the instructions, the better it is, the uh, more pops I give you guys to improve your character. So, this okay. is your time to improv. At the, the instructions say to just go with it, just uh, have fun with it, come up with something. Doesn't matter how long it is, uh, the more entertaining it is, the more proof of precious points I am to okay. award you. Kids, in our story today, I found myself in a situation where my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I sense air quotes here. <laughs> My friend inadvertently worsened the situation in which I found myself. And I could have been very angry with my friend, but in the true spirit of Knights of Shenzhen. 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 Not bad. Knighthood. In the true spirit of the Knights of Shenzhen, I chose to forgive and press on. And there may be times in your life, kids, when your friends may unintentionally hurt you. Or <laughs> You should be interjecting in here, Smack, as well. Through this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, musical accompaniment doesn't count. All right. Uh. That's right, kids. I was messing up right and left. Why, at some points I couldn't find my ass with both hands. But Bladestar carried on and bravely accepted all of the setbacks that I put in his way. Why, it was almost as if I were our own worst enemies. Both of us. <laughs> me and myself. Um, so when you said that uh, Bladesaw was, was helping out, he, did he help you find your ass? Because <laughs> 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 you said you couldn't find it, so I'm just wondering. At any rate, Bladesaw is quite correct. Sometimes you just have to persevere and give those that you know best and know that are on your side the benefit of the doubt. And in the end, it'll all work out. And that's the end of the story. Next week, we'll be teaching you how to pronounce Shenzhen. <laughs> <laughs> and Valamir. And Valamir. Valamir. God damn. Valamir. Next week's episode... English as a second language. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to give you each two oomph to add to your base oomph. Oh, cool. Okay. So, and uh, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you each five pops to improve whatever traits you will. Oh, dig it! Dig it! Okay, I, I should tell you, because I don't know if you've gotten this far in the book yet, and if you have, then feel free to say I'm not playing it this way, but technically we are not supposed to improve our characters until the end of the season. I think that is ridiculous, and I think you should do it on a per-episode basis. <laughs> okay, fine. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. Yep. Because, okay. To that, Smack Chainmore says, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I mean, if you if you don't want to use your your pops now and you want to save them up a bit longer, I don't, don't have any problem with that either. But um, no, because I'm going to get myself a strength trader, an athletics trader, some damn thing, so I don't wind up in the situation I had today where it's like, I don't have anything to do something as basic as climb on top of a sarcophagus. <laughs> Uh, hey, that's a that's not a bad idea actually. If I had one, I had one pop left over from when uh, we did the character creation, right? And uh, we just got five additional. Yes, you have six total. And remember, any traits over four, it's two pops per point. So, so if uh, all right, so if I came up with a, a new trait, I could I could use uh, four of these pops. Yes, and make it a four. And you could do make that. Make it a four, and then use the remaining two to make it a five. That would be correct. Well, I'm going to do that then. I'm going to give myself some kind of agility to get the hell out of the way of things, maybe. <laughs> okay, so does that mean that we are starting the next episode with four oomph? Uh, you, what did you have? You started with two, yes? I, yeah. yeah, but I, I had, had two. one left after this episode, so I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. Your base oomph, that's what you, that's just what it is. You use them up through the course of the episode. They go back to your base at the end of each episode. So, um, so your base oomph, I think, was two. I just gave you each two more, so you now have four oomph that can be used in the course of an episode. Okay, cool. All right, then. Uh, we will wait until next time to start the next episode. Give my yeah, that makes a sense. chance to rest, and it's already six o'clock. So, yeah, it works out fine. Yeah, uh, we wouldn't fine. we wouldn't get very far in the next one anyway. Uh, next time oh, cool. we may be able to do like one full episode since we won't have character creation and all that as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't we kind of? Well, no, actually, we we took up where we were before. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very slick. Thank you very much, Josh. Yeah, I think thanks, I did Josh. better this week. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we did. We, to, we, kinda, we kinda, <laughs> Roll-wise, we're sucking butt. But uh, Oh, it was great. I got to kick ass. Too bad it was yes. Blade Stars. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I was just using my stuff, and then things got whatever. But that was uh, extremely entertaining. Well yep. done. Super, super stuff. And if you want to find out more information about Cartoon Action Hour uh, Season 2, including the right way to run the rule. No, I'm, I'm so kidding, Josh. Uh, no, there are certain things that we are. <laughs> so I would like to say that we're taking some liberties with them. If you would like to. Which the book tells you to do. I would like to. No, no, no. I'm just saying if. I don't mean it in a jerk. I, I, I'm not saying you do. I just would like to point out that part of the rules say not to follow the rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. At any rate, before they get pissed off at us, the website to find out more information and to get a whole lot of really cool supplements and the game as well is www.spectrum-games.com. All right, and on a completely, totally different topic for just a moment, Eric, I wanted to share with you, and I don't know uh, you well enough, Adam, to know if you uh, have any interest in this whatsoever, but if you do, hopefully 
you will, and you'll find it somewhat interesting. Are you aware? I just want to make sure, and I, if you are, then I apologize for insulting your intelligence, sir, but it sounds like you're saying Adam sometimes. It is A-N-I-M. Ah, well, I was just going by what it sounded like uh, voiceover was saying and didn't bother looking at it, so... All right, then. Adam. I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted to... Okay. I have from the very beginning, and that since 2006, I blame myself. <laughs> I picked the stupidest <laughs> handle. Anim 5 is, a, is a, an Amiga animation format from Deluxe Paint, and I've used it as a handle like since forever. Uh, and then once I went into podcasting and started saying it out loud, even to me, it sounds like I'm saying Adam 5 <laughs> all the time. So there's that's absolutely, completely, and fully – if you want to say Adam, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Well, I serves think, me right. I think there was an old sci-fi series with a name like Adam Five, too, wasn't there? It, there was a cop show called Adam Twelve. There was <laughs> uh, maybe, the, maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Some some TV show somewhere that was that's probably what I'm thinking of as Adam Twelve, which probably doesn't help the whole Adam Five thing. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's just like the reduced it Adam does. Twelve. It fuels the fire, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a question. How many of these uh, cartoon action hours are we going to do before we just? I mean, I'm fine doing some more. 37. <laughs> well, you know, in the 80s, a cartoon season was typically 65 episodes. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm good. So make a lot of room on whatever hard drive you got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, here's the thing. I have an overarching storyline thought up that we can we can take. It's one of those things where we can take it all the way through that or... You know, if you guys get bored and want to move on to something else, I'm fine with that as well. I'm not totally uh, attached to it or whatever, but I do have I have enough material that we could keep this going for a very long time if we wished. Okay. It's also a very cool scenario. Yeah. The setting and everything around it is just like, wow, this is a very cool scenario. You could do a whole hell of a lot with this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's what I was shooting for and hoping for. Well, the only reason I'm asking is because we got the Star Blazers thing going on in Gutter... Skypes, and we got this going on right now. I want a Game Master at some point again. It's fun. No, tough. <laughs> so, well, so, Game Mastering, I think, too, is by far and away my strength. I don't think I play characters very well. I don't know. You've only done it twice that I know of, and you did pretty good both times, and one of them doesn't really count because it's tune. How much depth and complexity do you have to put in a tune character? And yet that was my shining moment for some strange <laughs> reason as far as that sort of thing goes. Uh, that game actually that worked out a lot better than it had any right. Yeah. Is this something that would be amusing to hear about? <laughs> well, tune, I don't know. Are you, you know. are you familiar with tune at all, Adam? It's a Steve Jackson game from the 70s or early to mid-80s. It was a cartoon role-playing game, but... It's basically Looney Tunes. You know what I did? You know what I did? This is what I did. <laughs> I confused Tune with what we're playing. I thought that Cartoon Action Hour was Tune. Oh, no, no, no. Cartoon Action Hour I, is its I own. I have this vague recollection of some people talking. I, was, I don't know what podcast. It was probably last year or the year before or something where they were talking about. And then he painted the line into the brick wall that he had drawn the tunnel on. And the character that was after him followed the, the white line and smashed into the wall. That would be um, That would be too. That yeah, would it's, be very, <laughs> it's very much like Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's what I see. Fire. That's what I thought we were getting into when, when you said Cartoon Action Hour. I thought, oh, that one. Oh, cool. 
Oh, it's two separate games. Yeah. That explains a lot of my behavior, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. No. no. All right. It's working out. My God, you must have been thinking, man, these guys are really being boring with this. (laughs) I I did think kind of, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm like, how wacky can you be in the, you can be plenty wacky in an 80s cartoon, of course, but the 40s and 50s offered richer ground for that kind of behavior, but I thought, well, interesting twist. And yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't exactly playing, uh, I wasn't exactly playing E-Man uh, or, uh, or, uh, but damn, okay. That puts a different light on it. Well, all right. At, at any rate, what did Josh do? Oh, he, he we played a um, a game where – what was it? You probably have a better memory was, of this uh, than I. Yeah, it was some uh, sort Olympic? of uh, the Cartoon Olympics. Oh, that's right. It was an adventure I took out of the back of the book, and yeah. it was the Cartoon Olympics. I played a wizard sheepdog. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And my okay. my ex, who was playing with us as well at the time, was a rabbit that hunted people. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, hilarity did ensue. Yeah, I, I thought someone would play the sheep who liked to rebel, but no one did. Uh, <laughs> and then I played a Jedi in a Star Wars game we did as well. Yeah, I just, I, I don't do the character thing well. I like game mastering, and I, I like coming up with the stories and the thinking quick on my feet for the rest of the players. Well, tough. You're going to have to, <laughs> you're going to have to stretch yourself there, Josh. No. Um, I have never in my life game mastered and uh, <laughs> don't have any interest in doing so anytime uh, before 2012. So, provided, <laughs> of course, the end of the world does not come, in which case that date will be quickly moved up. Or it may come as a result of my actually deciding to. <laughs> so there you I just leave it to you two, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm perfectly content with uh, carrying on with the scenario and the story. And if you guys work out that after so many shows or so many episodes or adventures, Eric comes up with something that he wants to run, I'm perfectly fine with doing that. Josh, if you wanted to try your hand at. Yeah, character. I mean, I'm not I, uh, totally I leave it, opposed I leave it to you two. Yeah, I leave it to you two. I'm, as long I'm, as we I'm, don't say, you have to game master now. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want some real entertainment? Yeah, go ahead and put the ball in my court for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not, I'm not even going to go there. It's just too... Oh. <laughs> it, it'd be too funny. All right, All right slick. Very good. It was a good session today. I think yeah. uh, I think I did much, much better excellent. than last week. I'm much, much happier with today's session. I like the moral thing. That was cool. Yeah. That was fun. It's fun. I was thinking about that when I was going over some of the stuff that Eric sent me, and I was like, oh, that would be a lot of fun to play with. And then it got to it, and I was like, <laughs> total test pattern. It's like, I am clueless. I cannot come up with squat here. Oh, you guys did pretty right. well, I think. Well, I think you'll probably find that it works better now that you know what kind of game we're actually playing. Yeah, probably. I sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have the the next episode sort of set up, but I'm going to make some adjustments to it over the next week to account for the characters and uh, maybe the uh, the glass ankle character can uh, make his first appearance <laughs> if he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> He actually, in his own way, might have come in handy when we were all stuck in that uh, 
the underground uh well the whole thing was underground but the the under underground mm. waterway all right slick okay guys are we we're sticking to once a week now right we're still good for next tuesday yep Sounds good to me. All right. And, and will, try some try some heat on that back, too. Yeah, Try exactly. alternating cold and hot. Uh, yeah, hey, I'll do something. Hopefully it'll stop after a while. The problem they have every yeah. so often. All right. All right. All right, gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Cool. I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Right. Same bat time, same bat channel. Okay. Be well, guys, and take it easy. You, too. So there you have it. That was episode two of Captive Souls. I have to tell you, it's kind of fun for me listening to these again as well, because I've not heard them since I originally posted them on the Gutter Skypes, which was, jeesh, a couple of years ago now. Um, I think it was 2010. So, it's, in fact, it had to be... No. I'm sorry. I think we started putting these up when it was still going on. I think these might have been July of 2009, because that's when we started Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, which was what was going on during the Gutter Skypes, and... Wow. So, yeah, we've... Yeah, I think that's about right. We didn't finish until August of 2009 as far as playing the original Captive Souls went. So, anyway, who cares? The point is, hope you enjoyed the episode. Kind of went off on memory lane there for a second, but it, what I was going to say is, this was my first foray into editing, and I cut my teeth on these Cartoon Action Hour sessions. So, it's interesting to hear things and think, God, I probably could have edited that better. Or, yep. It's to, I didn't even think about anything like sound effects or anything. I had nowhere near the the uh, tools that I have at my disposal now. So it's interesting to hear where things have come from. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. And soon there will be Session 3 coming to a podcatcher near you. So until then, or until the next posting of something jetpackish. This is Blind Geek, thanking you for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. Sing along with me now. You gotta keep it fired up, and always... Awesome.